And then the other day at the facility that was weird was their first summer league practice. And I was not there for that. You weren't there for that. But on so yeah. that happened on July 1st, which was the yep. day that the trade request happened. Mm-hmm. And the and Scoot talked. And I mean, I think Scoot handled the questions about as well as any rookie could have, where he was talking about like, you know, I'm, this is out of my control. Whatever happens, happens. But that was also just a weird day in the building because there was like an insane yeah. amount of media there. It was like, yeah, it you was texted like, me. You were like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was like everybody. It was like all the TV stations had people there, like all the, you know, everybody who like only comes to some stuff kind of came out of the woodwork. I don't know what they thought. Like, I don't know if they thought that like Joe or Chauncey were going to talk. I don't know if they thought that like, you know. Well, even Scoot talking is worth it. Yeah, it was. But it was also just that was also just a weird day to be in the building because like, yeah, this just happened and we're all kind of trying to figure out okay so what does this mean is he gonna are they gonna trade him to miami are they gonna trade him somewhere else or like like what like we're also still trying to process this in real time because we all kind of knew and joe kind of alluded to this in the press conference somebody asked him whether he was surprised that dame requested a trade and he said that and i kind of felt the same way when it happened where he said it wasn't surprising because he kind of knew that you know, the decisions that they had made, there was a chance that it was going to lead there. But it's still, like, he said they used the word jolted, like, jolted, once he officially yep. got the call. And I remember, like, we had, you know, you and I, you know, as people covering this, we had kind of been on edge that whole weekend because of, you know, free agency. And, you know, Dame had met with Joe a few days before that. When the Chris Haynes notification came over my phone that said he had requested a trade, I saw it and I was just like, well, Oh, wow. I mean, even though we knew it was going to happen, but it's like, okay, there it is. It's officially like, there it is. It it happened. Yeah, I used that soundbite in the the package I did from that press conference of him talking about, you know, it was actually the first, it was the first soundbite I used. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I, like, did my intro, and then the first soundbite was him being like, yeah, like, it was jolting, blah, blah, blah. Um, So, yeah, like, I mean... (laughs) If if you're if you're listening to this and you don't know where I was when I found out that David Lillard requested a trade, <laughs> do I know this? Do you not know this? Did you not see what I tweeted? Uh, no, I don't. I I, I might have seen it, but like that whole last might... that whole last week has been such a blur. I probably no, don't remember it. I was literally ready, getting ready to go on a zip line in uh, Whitefish, Montana. <laughs> That's right, because you went out there for. Yeah, I went out there for a week before I went to summer league. So there I am with a freaking harness on, like a helmet, like all this stuff. And so I, I like took a selfie and I was like, I was like, where were you when you found out Damian Lillard uh, requested to be traded? I'll go first. (laughs) (laughs) There I was hanging out on like zero sleep too, because I took the train from, um, I took the train from Portland to Whitefish. And I was so excited to be on that train. I like couldn't sleep because I just wanted to see all the things. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to wake up in Montana and all this stuff. And um, and so I was like on zero sleep. And there I was in like a training harness about to go on zip lines as Damian Lillard asked for a trade. So yeah, it was pretty crazy. But then um, of course, like, you know, I've been, I was like, I was like, I'm not going to take any time off in June because of the draft, and you know, you never know what's going to happen with Dame and blah blah blah. 
And then, of course, it happens when you're on vacation. You're like, yes. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. When the We all knew it was coming, and yet when it happened, it still didn't feel real. That's what it is. How do you think it's going to go if they actually – because Joe has given kind of this impression right now that – they're willing to take it into the season if that's yep. what it takes to get a better offer than, yep. than than what they think Miami is going to be able to give them. That is going to be so, and I th- I think it's a little overblown how you know this is going to be toxic and it's going to hurt the locker because like Dame Dame is a pro. Dame will show yes. up. Dame will do his job. Dame is not going to sabotage anything because that's just is not who he is. But it's still going to be so weird to ha- if 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 this is the way it goes for yep. him to be there everybody knows he doesn't want to be there scoot is there you know we're you know and and it's gonna still be this thing of you know are we supposed to be excited about scoot or are we still is it still gonna be awkward because of the you know dame still being there and he doesn't want to be like i am so curious i don't i have no real feel for how it's gonna go one way or the other I don't think it's the worst thing in the world for Scoot. Even if, like, let's like let's no. say they take it into the season and then they end up trading Dame at the deadline, which I think is possible, and that's and that's how Brooklyn handled KD last summer. Yep. But I don't think it's the worst thing in the world for Scoot to have Dame around for four months. Absolutely not. It's a great thing. Are you kidding me? That's perfect. Like he gets to learn from Damian, watch what Damian does, get that role model in the league, and you know actually get to see how a pro's pro does it and then eventually he'll be able to take over the reins so i you know i don't i don't see that as a bad situation and yeah i i think damien at the end of the day i just don't see him being the type of person that would make it difficult on people like i mean you know even did kevin durant i mean i no. I, Kevin Durant didn't really make it difficult on no. people from what I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it all worked out, and it I was mean, fine. Dame is wired like KD. Dame just wants mm-hmm. to play basketball. Yeah. And, I to- and I've, I've been saying this the whole time since, you know, all this happened. I don't think any either side is wrong in mm-hmm. this thing because I think if you're Joe Cronin, based on what we know was out there as far as trade offers at the time, Joe made the right decision not trading the pick because you can't trade that pick for like Brandon Ingram or Zach Levine. You just, you can't do that. And I also, Dame has every right to feel the way he feels about it. And he has every right to feel like, okay, you guys just drafted my replacement and we're clearly not in win now mode. You know, maybe it's time for me to go somewhere else. I totally understand it from both sides. And I also, I'll say this. I think Dame is smart enough to know that there's a reason why Joe hasn't traded him to Miami already, like which yeah. is that, that Miami offer, the Miami package is not good and that Joe's career is probably over if he takes that deal. So I think Dame gets it. Like, I don't think Dame right now is sitting there thinking, like, as much as he wants to go to Miami and as much yeah. as his agent is making whatever noise he's making, I don't think Dame is sitting there right now thinking, oh, come on, I hate these guys. Why haven't they traded me to Miami yet? Because Dame understands the business, and Dame knows that if Joe trades him, he has to get a deal back that's going to be, you know, that's going to do what he wants to do also. So, and if Dame, if if it ends up that they don't get that deal by training camp, I think Dame will understand what the, you know, where the, where that's coming from and i think he's gonna show up and i mean maybe he will i'm very interested to see if 
Dame is there at media day, he's going to have to talk. Yeah. I'm very interested to see how that goes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that, that, that will be certainly an interesting day. And uh, last year, I was not in town for the Blazers beginning of the season media day. Uh-huh. And I will definitely be here this year. Um, <laughs> will we'll not be not here again for that. I will be there for that one. Um, well, I mean, you know, he's he's going to have his camps this summer, too, and he normally talks at those, so we'll see if he talks at those as well. That's normally, yeah. uh, you know, coming up I'm here. I'm very in interested in if they do those, if, if they have media at those. I wonder if they're – because I did think it was interesting that Dame was not at Summer League this year. He's usually there just hanging out, and obviously yeah. last year they did the press conference after he signed the extension yeah. at Summer League, but he's usually just there hanging out and just – because like we were talking about at the top of the show, this is where NBA yep. players go to be seen. It's like the social event of the summer for NBA mm-hmm. players. And this is usually the kind of thing that Dame is at and is, you know, is just around and talking to people. And obviously, you know, he has like Adidas stuff that, the, you know, all, all the different brands and all the endorsements yep. and stuff. They all have stuff to do. I think he, and I think this was probably a smart move on his part. I think he just oh, yeah. kind of decided to lay low and just, I think he was in, he was in like Mexico or Dominican yeah. Republic or something, according to his Instagram. But he was just, he just decided to just kind of not be seen or be around this year. And I think that was the right It was absolutely the move. right call. But I'm also very interested if he does those camps, because he has the two camps. He has the kids camp and then he has yep. the Formula Zero camp. Which, yep. by the way, Chris Murray, one of the Blazers draft picks, was a camper at Formula Zero last year. That's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's uh, so crazy. Yeah, I, you know, I could totally see him just saying, no media this year. We're not going to do it. It's not worth it. Blah, blah, blah. I, I you know, and maybe I, I'd have to look up the dates of those camps. I mean, they're, they're coming. They are a coming. It's July 14th. I, I remember going to Damien's camp, I don't know, within the first two weeks of me being on the job here. I definitely just realized I missed my one-year an- posting for my one-year anniversary for my gig. Whoopsies. Sorry, coin. Uh, you got you to gotta go. Can you backdate posts on Instagram? Can you, like, do the do the post but make it look like it was posted that day? I think my first day was July 12th, and I totally just forgot about it. <laughs> um <laughs> Glad we're having this revelation live. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I went to a campus within the first, like, two weeks. So it's it's got to be coming soon. So I, I could totally see him just, like I said, you know, on it. But yeah. he's going to have to talk in September if he's still on this team. And that's going to it's that's gonna be one of the more fascinating days I've ever had on this job. That's for sure. Did you get to watch Chet at all? I know you're a big Gonzaga person. Did you? Get yeah, I didn't him? watch him in person, but obviously I saw him, you know, going off, and I'm completely unsurprised. I mean, you know, people can sit, talk all the mess they want about him. Like, he's the reason why they didn't – him and the referees are the reason why they didn't win that Sweet 16 game because against Arkansas because he had all these fouls that were – dubious um i knew i could get you going on this (laughs) oh yeah here we are we're here now there were other problems on you know and i like there were a lot there was that sweet 16 game there were other issues and i think like honestly i i i was disappointed in the gonzaga fans in attendance because there was definitely a cavalier sense of like oh we're gonna win this game whatever about Mm. them and they just weren't cheering hard and i think that actually 
did end up having an impact on the game. But um, I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, Chet was definitely the huge reason why they didn't win that because he just got in foul trouble that a lot of it was, there was at least two to three calls that were like, really? You know, like, mm, I don't know about that foul. And he's just so big and the, the refs just didn't know how to call him. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I can definitely foresee, um, I, I mean, I saw s- several people saying he could be rookie of the year this year. Like, you know, I mean, that that's fascinating. It's a fascinating take with Victor in the league, but I mean, you never know it. It really could happen. And he's, he's ready. And he's always, you know, everybody's amazed at the things he does. And, and I got to sit front row center for a year. And so I, I'm always impressed, but at this point, I don't know if I'm even amazed. It's just like, yeah, that's Chet doing Chet things next, like whatever. So, yeah, rookie I'm, of I'm the year, rookie of the year is going to be so interesting oh, this year because I maybe mean, with both Chet, I think Chet, like, there's a real shock with Chet, mm-hmm. and I think Scoot is going to yes be in the mix too because everybody just assumes, oh yeah, it's going to be Wemby, it's going to be Wemby, but it really sounds like San Antonio is going to be slow rolling it with Wemby. They might they might have this whole thing of like sitting him out on back to backs. And obviously we saw kind of the, uh, uh, you, you know, the, you know how, you know, his first game, he, he obviously he was incredible in the game against Portland, yeah. but that first game, it was kind of slow for him to, you know, get going. And there are going to be games like that. I kind of wonder if as much as like, yeah, he, he's going to be incredible and he's, you know, he's, he's going to be as good as everybody says he is. I wonder if it's maybe not going to happen right away and that's mm-hmm. going to open it up for somebody like Chet or like Scoot to actually maybe have a better rookie season, even though they're not going to be better players long term. Yeah. I mean, this is, this kind of feels like a, a new era of the NBA that we're ushering in this year. So it's, it's going to be really fascinating to watch out to see how it all plays out. That's for sure. And Scoot, I think there's a real shot that Scoot is the next uh, American NBA superstar. Because who are all the guys? Like, Jokic, you know, Jokic from Serbia. Giannis is from Greece. Joel Embiid is from Cameroon. Uh, Like, as far as, like, the younger guys, like, uh, like, Wemby is from France. Like, who is the American? Like, it was John Morant, but that's obviously, you know, there there are are issues issues there right now. Like... Anthony Edwards, I guess, like, I guess it's like him and Scoot maybe now that are like the the next guys. Anthony Edwards and Scoot also both uh, actors part time. This is side, true. So. I still haven't watched the the LeBron movie that Scoot was in. It's on yeah, Amazon I Prime. Either. I probably need to watch that at some point. Yeah, I need to watch that, too, especially since Mookie Cook is LeBron in that and Mookie is playing at Oregon next year and also Mookie's from Portland so there you go but okay uh, but yeah I need I definitely need to watch that between those two because you know Mookie and Scoot are like really good friends okay like Mookie was with Scoot on draft night so I don't think I knew that yeah he was posting on on draft night like with Scoot and like he posted when when Scoot got um when Scoot got drafted like he posted a video like yelling, like all this stuff, super excited. So um, that's going to be that's going to be really interesting to watch to see how much like both of them are around each other's games this year, because I could see that being a thing, especially if Oregon ends up, you know, living up to the hype with this freshman class that they have coming in. So what year 
grad or what year draft class do we i don't know if we know this off the top of our head i'll have to look this up but yeah scoot's youngest sister crystal mm-hmm. is playing at georgia state and she's like one of the top ranked women's players in the country mm-hmm. i wonder if i want like, i will like I, i'll have to look up like what year she's gonna be draft eligible but that's so it's it's so weird how it works with women i hate it i wish that it it's was three different. years right yeah, it's it's but it's but there's like but no, but it's not that because like Cameron Brink I, I I've tried to look this up before and trying to figure it out because like Cameron Brink technically if she if it was three years, she'd be eligible to go to the WNBA right now because she's played three years at Stanford. I'm almost positive of that. Um like like putting it together in my head. I'm like, yes, I think I've looked this up before. So I don't know. It's and she's, you know, obviously going back to Stanford and gonna play another year. So, um, yeah, it's really, uh, it's the, the rules for women, I think personally, I think they need to be changed. Um, but you know, that's a different rant for a different part. <laughs> well, we uh, might be getting a WNBA team in Portland exactly. at some point. That's, that's, that's on something I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah. I mean, aren't we all, that would be pretty exciting. So, um, and I think that this would be, you know, I personally would be thrilled about it because, you know, I grew up a fan of the I was I was the perfect age and demographic for the fire. I used to go to fire games all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, I loved them. Love Jackie Styles. Jackie Styles was like my hero. You know, I'm I'm, I want to know because I I was at a game where they gave off gave out Jackie Styles bobbleheads. And I want to know where my Jackie Styles bobblehead went because it is no longer on the premises. I'm very disappointed about that. But anyways, did you go to ABL (laughs) games, the Portland Power? With like Vicky no, Johnson. No, I didn't. No, I was a little bit too young for that, I think. But yeah, RIP Portland Fire. If they if they do bring back the WNBA team, it has to be the Portland Fire. I'm sorry. Yeah. It has it has to be. That would I mean I think it's a great name for the team. It goes along with the Blazers really well. Logo's like, great. The logo's great. It like it it really um I think it's a good way to pay tribute to that team, you know, that it should have been around for much longer than what it was. And yeah, I would be, um, I would be very, I would be very thrilled about that if they named it the Portland fire, but you know, that's just my own personal little 1990s child heart. So there you go. So I'm so glad we got into this discussion on this podcast today. I'm I'm, I'm sure that you were expecting to have a discussion about what the WNBA team should be named. So, I mean, it's something I, it's something I have been monitoring and covering and will continue to do. So I do think it's interesting that, they might do the expansion in 25. And if Caitlin Clark decides to take her extra COVID year of eligibility, then she would be draft eligible that, or she would come out that year. So I don't know. I don't know. I we'll think that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I, who knows what she's going to decide to do. That would be, um, you know. I mean, she makes so much money in NIL in Iowa that she, I, like, there's no reason she needs to come out in 24. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's not a bad point. We'll see. And Caitlin Clark could be playing in Portland next year for that regional. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw her this year at the PK because I was covering some of the women's games. Mm-hmm. I was stringing for the AP. And yeah. That was, and I think she went, she had like 37 points and like 10 assists, I think, in the game of hers that I covered. So I I have seen her up close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was, 
it was unreal in Seattle this year when I was up there covering that. But I mean, you know, they, they could easily get placed in that Portland regional and that would be really fascinating to watch to see like, you know, where this, where this city is at, at that point with the WNBA, what's going on, like how many people, how many signs are in the stands? Like, you know, if they, if, if this city does, you know, it does look like it's going to get a WNBA team at that point. You know, hey, stay an extra year so we could get you. Like, I could totally see that happening. So, yeah, there's there's a real shot. I can, and the the um, NCAA regionals now, they do double regionals. They don't do just one regional at four different sites. They do two regionals at two sites. So there is a 50% shot that we are having Caitlin Clark and Iowa in Portland, uh, you know, as long as they win um in in march next year which so. they will if she's still on the team if they should so they, they should make the sweet 16 with her on the team yeah. yeah well that's about everything we've got like i'm we, we've really gone down a rabbit we hole covered here, we but... covered a lot of ground here this is this is uh, i'm glad i'm glad you got to experience summer league for the yes. first time i'm glad you fun. got to you know cover this stuff and i'm glad you came on with me Yes, thank you so much for having me on. It's always fun. It's always a good time. Yeah, always remember check Brenna out. Coin uh, all the shows. Like what? What? What are the? What are the times of the shows that you hmm. that you're on? So, I'm normally always on on Fridays and Saturday. I'm no, normally always anchoring Fridays and Saturdays. So that would be around five fifty on Coin, and then um, ten forty on the CW, and then eleven twenty back on coin so that is fridays saturdays and then you know i'm always bopping around um, the community doing different stuff you know on, on those other days which is by the way my favorite days because i love being out and meeting people and interacting with people because i don't know if you could tell from this podcast i'm a people person and i like talking <laughs> so whether it's whether go. it's like whether it's at these games you're covering or just befriending random australian girls yes. in las vegas and then going to magic mike with them <laughs> Just to bring it full circle. <laughs> Just to bring it full circle. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I talked about that on this podcast, but it's we a, did it. It's a Whatever. it's a it's a well known show. It's it a is. it's and not you know what? I know people are gonna be like, oh, she went to Magic Mike, whatever. But like as somebody who was in musical theater growing up, like I would just appreciate like good performers and like they are such good dancers and like performers and like I was I was very impressed. So you know, from, from that perspective, there you go. I don't think people realize how good of a performer you have to be to get into one of those shows in Vegas. Yeah. It was, it was intense. Like they, I was like, dang, I, I like, I was like, where do they find these guys? Like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> it's just like, you know, being a, you know, you think, oh, anybody can like move to Nashville and like be one of these like session players that plays on all these country, you know, music sessions. But it's like, no, you have to be such at such a high level to even get those calls and get those gigs and any of these Vegas shows are the same way. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we will, I will talk to you soon. Thank, thanks yeah. again for doing this. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me.